0: just overwhelmed yeah. it's just yeah it doesn't cope <clears throat> okay right you'll get a big sniff out of the way of course <laughs> this podcast is part of a series called doing history better which aims to give practical tips for improving your history teaching in the wake of the 2020 black lives matter protests hi helen hi
1: Sally. um so here we are, interrupting our planned series to focus on Black History Month. What do we think about the concept of Black History Month, though?
0: Well, I, like for a long time, I really did think well, I don't want, you know, don't really want to do anything with Black History Month because it feels tokenistic black history is everybody's history it should be every you know it should be everywhere it should be all the way through and over time though i've i've really i've, ha- I've had a change of heart over this and i i've kind of what i'm thinking of it now is is a bit like mother's day so all year lo- round you might be nice you might do nice things to your mom you might give her gifts you might take her out to dinner you might send her you know nice texts i don't know you talk to her on the phone but you still get her a card on mother's day and I, this is kind of what i feel is similar to Black History Month, you may be doing it all year round, you may have the perfect curriculum, all well, well woven in, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be celebrating Black History Month as well, you know, and I should also say that anything that gets history talked about across the whole school, kind of more, more regularly is good in my book, and I can support that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you, and I, I see it as a real lever for focusing and marshalling and and doing better. Mm. I mean, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be amazing if we could get to the point when people in the future wondered why anybody ever picked out a month for Black History? So it just wasn't even. It just sort of seemed a complete oddity Um, that would be amazing wouldn't it but we're so far from there at the moment that if we can use it as a lever to get more done more attention to focus us back on the task in hand
0: great yeah I agree. I agree, um, and I I think the other the other issue for me with Black History Month, I always find that it's always so early in the term that it kind of catches me out. It's it's upon as it as this year it is upon us before we've even really um, got started. So I was interested to read that this is actually a deliberate choice of the founders of Black History Month in Britain.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, that it's October, because the initiation of the idea in the United States was actually set up in February as the month, which was the um, birthday of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln, I think, fall in February. So that's why it was February. But when it was brought... To the UK um, by it's a Ghanaian-born man, and I'm, I hope I can say his name something right, Akiaba Ada Sebo. In um, 1987, he went for October, and I think there are two ideas as to why, aren't there? We you... yeah,
0: yeah. So um there's that. So as I said, it's early in the term, so many. Many thought that because it was like the beginning of a new academic year, it's going to give black children a, a more of a sense of pride and identity when they're in school, like start their, their academic year off with a bang. Um, and also traditionally, October is when African chiefs and leaders kind of used to gather um, to settle their differences. So um, Akiaba chose this month to try to um, kind of reconnect um, Black History Month, I suppose, with, the, with its African roots or with his African roots. It's good, isn't
1: it, that the year is still new enough to take this in the spirit of, of resolutions to start now and to, to work all the way through the year. So, um, you know, what, whatever you do is going to seem tokenistic unless you're you're serious about black history all the rest of the year. Let's be honest about that. We know that. But this year there is there is more encouragement. There are more resources. There's more support out there than ever before. So let's let's take it, run with it and, and use it to sustain us.
0: Yes. Yeah, I feel like this is this is the year. If you haven't done anything before, this is your year. Um, And a couple of things that I think are are important to kind of be aware of, though. And so firstly, this is really this is British Black History Month. You know, the US version is in February um, because, of, as you said before, because of the the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. So um, I always really try to make it about British black history. Um, and not American black history, because otherwise, you know, you you kind of run the risk of Of projecting that black history is just something that happens in other countries Um, and that's obviously not true Um, so and I also I I like to try to make some of it local um, if possible you know obviously for me in Bristol that's easy I can bring the Bristol bus boycott um, in but for some kids in some schools Bristol is going to be as far away from their experience as Montgomery Um, so you might you know it's good if you can look for something local to you for it I think
1: yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think at the same time, though, to be to be aware that there is some controversy around what defines Black British history for some people. Um, I think we would certainly not advocate anybody broadening it to Diversity Month. Mm. Um, diversity in general is fantastic, but if you want to have a Diversity Month, make it a different month. Yes. Um, but secondly, consider who is being included under the label Black. Um, Some people think this should refer only to people of African or Caribbean heritage. Um, Some people broaden the term to include the wider um, black and minority ethnic community. Um, There are lots of opinions out there. And and I think, um, I hope we're not going to upset too many people if we say that we conclude that as long as you are very aware of the debate and can justify your own approach, do it. Or or at least do not make that issue be um, a reason that you don't act. Action is always better than doing nothing
0: yeah i agree so if you've got something that is um you know a, a kind of somebody of a of an ethnic minority background rather than um african or caribbean then put it in anyway because it's better than nothing <laughs> that's great yeah. um so i would also say kind of i know that we we've, we've talked about this in another podcast haven't we that try not to just have kind of real superheroes of part of the story so if you can um find uh, kind of or, more ordinary stories of black people in Britain, um, then that's uh, that's also to be encouraged, because um, if you just have your heroes in there, then it's not representative. And it, it's kind of exhausting, I think, if the unwitting message is that black people can only really be heroic. Like, if you're not a heroic black person, then you're not worth remembering. Um, so if you can find stories that fill that gap, then I think that's good. That's encouraged. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think something else, unfortunately, we need to, to say because I think we need to be aware of is that some colleagues are finding that people are getting very emotional about the idea that teachers are including black history in the curriculum, which mm-hmm. is something I know you and I find deeply problematic. But it's there and we need to name it um, because some colleagues who are listening to this might might be in a position where they're experiencing that. And, and I think this is where our discipline is. Can be helpful. Um, if any colleagues get sort of accusations being thrown around, or you know you're being woke or, or whatever, used as a derogatory term in a way that it shouldn't be, I think thinking about our discipline is is really good. It is simply better history to have more of the past represented in our classrooms. Um, uh, somebody I find fantastically supportive on elo- on, uh, and eloquent on this is David Olashoga. Um And for those of us who sometimes struggle, even though we know what's right, to articulate what we mean in the face of other people being very emotional and articulate, uh, sorry, articulate, mm-hmm. um, reading the views of, of someone like David Olishoga, who is so clear-sighted and so articulate and so humane, can be really, really helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... It he's a joy to read whether it's just on twitter or if he's in his writings and or in you know when he writes for the guardian sometimes other newspapers are available um yeah i just i always really enjoy his writing yeah so um, what, what
1: ideas have you got then for black
0: history month what can we what ideas can we cook up to give people suggestions so this year um i have built on the um the kind of the historians display work that I did a few years ago with some teachers, some other t- teachers on Twitter, um, where we created um, displays t- of um, different historians to put up in the department, historian of the month display. And you can find this on one big history department. And my colleague Kate Smee came up with the idea of having black historians or historians of black history um, kind of d- to display within the department. Um, and we've kind of taken that a little bit further. We've both broadened that out within our schools Um, and offered it to other departments. So suggested to departments, could you make a a kind of a one slide display um, about an important black person in your discipline? So for example, um, my colleague in sociology has done one about Stuart Hall, which is great. So we can just have these dotted up in in departments. I mean, yeah, dotted up. I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to be quite difficult for us to do that because of our year group bubbles. So we're going to display them all over the school um, in all different places, and hopefully that kind of improves representation across all subjects. Um, it means that it's the bo- the um, the burden does not just fall on the history department. Um, and yeah, I think that's. I'm really looking forward to to getting that going in my school. Yeah, for those schools, it's tricky on this one this year. But for those schools that have got
1: the kids moving about in corridors, then um, the idea of maybe putting stuff by the doors with a QR code, um, Mm -hmm. so that they can um, pick it up on the QR code and 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 read the read the thing distance, so they're not all crowding around a particular area. But as they pass it, that might work. But also, um, then you can have prompt questions and or or somebody talking through ideas, or or even a voiceover happening about. the the person so it's not all reading matter it could be a little 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 clip and as you say every subject
0: area is just absolutely absolutely great idea yes yeah I mean it's been I know Kate's been really impressed with the the quality of what she's got back from her colleagues um, uh, something else i have done in the past is um, i've i've used um, posters from the rejected princesses website and um, if you have never been to it it's i uh, just it's so fun um it's this guy jason porath um, in america he draws uh, kind of key figures from history that are not particularly well known um he he kind of presents those in a disney style and if you get your hand hands on the book like it's got a little bi- biography of each one of them as well um, but i've had some of those in the past of kind of some key figures um from history um sorry hold on a minute. i'm trying to think of the net oh, obviously i'll cut this bit out <laughs> i'm just trying to think of the name. i can't think of any of that oh i'm gonna say noreen at khan um so one of the ones that we've used in the past is um, of Noor Inayat Khan who's just had a blue plaque um, erected to her um, and we've kind of put those posters up with a bit of a biography of each one of those um, kind of key figures and that was just a really nice way of of kind of putting more um, more history out there really.
1: Yeah, lovely. The, um, I must uh, remind people as well about the um, Migration Stories site that uh, Runnymede put together, Runnymede Trust, because um, there's some really good stories on there as well that it would be the time, a good time to pull out some of the stories, um, the, the Black History stories, um, to use on Zoom assemblies or yeah. recorded meets <laughs> or however we're doing things or, or in lessons. So a few more ideas then for, for um, and let's use the word assemblies in inverted commas. However, yes. everybody's doing them.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah so we we we're, we're doing our assemblies on teams and we we've, we've got kind of recorded sessions for kids so i was thinking about um the bristol bus boycott is as i said a really easy one for for me it's just right on the doorstep and also um St. Paul's carnival but there's there's notting hill carnival it's nice thinking about that kind of celebratory events um for black history as well um black tudors and black jacobins uh, the ivory bangle lady um uh, sarah forbes bonetta that she features in david rosshow book doesn't see then Walter Tull um you know or you could use the plaques that the Black and British series put so in the the TV series they went and erected blue plaques and so that's that's kind of a really powerful story about memorialization um you could look at Windrush and kind of connect that to modern day there was a great drama on during lockdown wasn't there about Windrush
1: Mm, yeah Um,
0: so yeah i think those things would all make really good assemblies
1: mm. i love that and in fact yeah ivory bangle lady for example she's um for those those people that probably know but you, if you don't know she was a uh, a roman woman whose uh body was actually dug up in york ooh, early last century but then relatively recently like well last decade or so her um, bones have been re-examined by archaeologists and the, her dna shows that she was of um north african origin and right. uh, but but i think i i think oh gosh I'm totally, i Think born in Britain, but of North African origin. Um, And um, it's great because it's just a black migration myth buster, you know. And I I, I love starting with the, you know, year seven kids going, well, of course, uh, ripping off Peter Fryer here, you know, of course there were um, black (laughs) people in York before the English, um, which is great. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and um, I think it's also a, a time when you could, um, in 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 many school communities, get some nice oral history going. Um, if you're working in a school um, where there are uh, a lot of children from the from um, Black heritage, uh, oh, sorry, we'll start that bit again. You're gonna to have to chop that bit. Sorry, what am I saying? Being background, right? Okay, Um this is also an opportunity if you're, um, for a lot of schools, to actually get some really good oral history started that might continue on through the year. Just in its, uh, oral history sounds quite formal, but actually getting people to go home and find out about the stories of the very old members of their families, which are probably utterly fascinating, and then find some way of gathering those and and celebrating them and looking at, wow, you know, look at the the massive world connections we have and, and all the different um, culture and traditions that brings and how that enriches us um, and you know opportunity for some real celebration there
0: yeah yeah I'm I'm really actually that's the that's the other thing that we're doing we've got uh, this fantastic community theatre group right on the doorstep called the Malcolm X Elders um, and we're working with them and we're, we're kind of creating some recording our students asking some questions um and then they're they kind of um their leader i suppose is going to go and doorstep them because because they're all elders and they're all shielding so she's going to go and doorstep them and ask these questions wow. and we're going to have that as a resource to use in school um, which i just think is going to be really powerful they Great. came in and did a, a present a, a kind of video um sorry a theater presentation for us it's been so long since i've seen anything it live it feels like a, video, um, a couple of years ago and yeah i'm really looking forward to getting those um to use in school um, i've been trying to think about other other places that you could go to look for resources um, and i kind of wanted to flag and i, I mentioned the guardian so the guardian are doing a, a what are you doing for black history month kind of uh, call for information um and i could also um flag that they they did a great um, kind of wall chart series on black history earlier this year um, which i think they were giving away for free and you can get that on the guardian bookshop um, it is in six parts and it's six pounds apart but you know that's that's good use of department budget guys <laughs> so i'll pop the link for that into the into the bio for the um for this podcast Okay, sorry, link in bio. That's not what I mean. Link in description. Sorry. (laughs) Um, This is an Instagram. So uh, the other places to look at is uh, BBC. The BBC has got some great Black History Month resources. The Historical Association website obviously always has some excellent things. Um, Blackhistorymonth.org.uk, they they have lots of resources as well. They also wanted to flag Black History Studies. So I attended a a Zoom lecture um, from them earlier this year. Um, and they do quite a lot of events at, sort of through Eventbrite. If you look them up on there, um, they kind of lectures that are aimed, really, they're not aimed at, they're not aimed at history teachers. They're not aimed at history specialists. So um, there's, they're just, they're really um, kind of interesting and quite easy listening. I can definitely recommend them. Oh, thank you. There's a good, good places to go to. I think there'll be lots and lots coming up, isn't it? Just sort of keep alert
1: as well. There'll be more, gets starts hitting us won't there from the 1st of October it's exciting yeah. there's a lot around and I think um, again in the spirit of right okay let's use Black History Month as uh, an opportunity to to reboot what our good intentions were perhaps over the summer when we were and before the summer when we were boosting teacher knowledge as well a chance to you know despite a busy term just think right what one thing can I do to keep my knowledge moving forward and if uh, there are obviously um, uh, great books out there Um, if you haven't read Elder Shoga's black British right. then do um black and British but we were just talking um before we started recording um on my list is, is definitely Hakam Adi's um black British history new perspectives which I haven't um actually yet got around mm. to but okay. if you if you also if you if you're like me it gets to a bit of a stage in the term where it's just not happening lots of deep readings so I want to read the new version of David Olajoga's book for children The um yes. <laughs> that might be about my level but they'll, they'll also be um the ha are going to make a list of podcasts and it might be good for drives to work um there's also some good tv on uh, a couple i've really enjoyed the last um couple of weeks the Afro hirsch african renaissance um where obviously Afro hirsch a black british woman um engaging with um, african heritage as well and um last night i picked up the um programme with Lenny Henry and Susie Klein on uh, black composers. not all of them British, but a lot of them uh, British and in, including the fabulous orchestra Chike playing in mm. in London that was that was a
0: real treat. so um yeah and uh, get more knowledgeable too yeah i think that's that's like you know black history month is you know it's a celebration isn't it but it doesn't have to be a performative celebration so it's great if you can show off what you're doing and you know and you you kind of share that but i think recognizing that black history month can also be about Celebrating Black History by learning more of it. You know, we've got we'll we'll have a half term coming up at the end of the month, and maybe you'll pick yourself out a little book um, or a, a series to watch. Um, and and in fact, I'm going to I'm going to plug somebody else's podcast because um this has just been the joy of my lunchtime. So obviously, we're we're kind of more separate for lunch now. So I've been listening to this podcast called Seeing White. Um, and it's by scene on radio. And um, so it's a few years old now, um, but it's and it is it is American. It's focused on American black history, really. Um, but the first few episodes are just fantastic about kind of the construction of racism and color based racism. Um, and there's there's so much in there that I can I can recommend um, listening to Obviously, it's quite heavy listening and um, probably not for October. After, <laughs> but <laughs> definitely, definitely worth it. Worth listening to
1: but I'm no, writing that one down as you say it, Sally. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's good to talk to you as ever. I yeah. hope that's given people some some ideas and um, uh, see you again next time or write, listen to you again next yeah. time.
0: Before. <laughs> take <laughs> you care. take care
1: till then. Bye. Bye.